If you believe in yourself and have dedication and pride and never quit, you'll be a winner. The price of victory is high, but so are the rewards. Paul Bryant. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to another episode. My name is Christian, and I am the host of The Hustle Show. Thank you so very much for tuning in today on episode 24 already. I am very happy that you are taking a few minutes off your day to tune in into today's amazing story. Our guest today is Christopher J. Worth. He's a really amazing person. He has become a really good friend, and and I'm very excited because we're going to be doing some really great things out there together. He founded this amazing company, No Quit Living, where he trains and coaches, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, and so many great people out there that he has been helping them to achieve new levels. And not only that, but he's also the host and founder of No Quit Living Podcast. It's an amazing podcast. He puts a lot of great questions on his podcast and and great names as guests. And I'm super thrilled that I had the opportunity to bring him to the show because he's been through the journey and he's seen it so many times with all the people that he's coaching. So I'm super excited to share his story with you today. And remember that all the show notes for today's episode are available at thehustleshow.co slash TSH24. You'll find an easy way to connect with Christopher, along with a lot of stuff that we're working on to provide for you for free, the book club and, and courses that we're working on putting on the website. So make sure you check it out and you take advantage of all the freebies that we're putting out for you, okay? And before we jump into the call with Christopher, I would love for you to hit that subscribe button. If you're not subscribed to the show yet, this is the moment where you do so, okay? So if you're listening to this on our audio experience podcast, either iTunes or any podcast player, just hit that subscribe button right now. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, you know what to do. The subscribe button is right here underneath this video. So just hit it and you'll be helping us tremendously for new people to discover the show and to get our message across to a lot more people that are looking for the motivational success stories that we share here, okay? So without further ado, let's jump into the call with Christopher from NoQuitLiving.com. All right, Hustlers. On today's episode, we have Christopher J. Worth. Welcome, Christopher. I appreciate you having me. I'm very excited and thrilled. You're doing a lot of great things out there with your with your No Quit Living company and your podcast, which is amazing. Everybody that is listening, you guys need to go check this podcast out. I agree. They do need to check it out. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> I, it's it's a very inspirational podcast, and and I'm eager to hear you know the journey and the struggles from you know the behind the scenes of Christopher and this amazing company that you're building and at the same time hopefully dig a little bit on your podcast how did that came to life but you know let's start with with your company what's the what's the story there man how did you get involved into you know training big names of speakers and and all these big people out there that are doing great things so it's an interesting story it's not not that crazy but in 2011 I got certified as a speaker trainer and coach through the John Maxwell program down in Orlando, Florida. It was actually the first ever certification program through John Maxwell. And it was really interesting, met a lot of great people. And fast forward a couple of years, I started No Quit Living as a speaking, training, and coaching company. We work with individuals, companies, corporations, and teams. And we focus on a lot of different areas and let's call it personal development. And one of the things 
we always talk about with No Quit Living is we're part of the self-improvement movement. We're trying to trademark that and, and do some neat things with that. But basically, it's about taking where you are now in your life. It could be sales, personal, family, or it could be going from working for somebody to the entrepreneurial route. But basically, it's taking where you are now and improving it to the next level. And it's been a lot of fun. I've been really fortunate to have some people that mentored me and are still mentoring me along the way. And some of the guests we've had on our podcast are just amazing. And, and I always say it very humbly and, and I'm extremely grateful. And I don't think that we deserve to have a lot of the guests we've had already just in this three months that we've been doing this, but it's all about paying it forward. And what I found doing this is that so many people that might be a big name or way out there, they at some point had somebody or a couple of people that have helped them along the way. So if you connect with people in the right way, and if you do it very humbly and say, hey, I'd love for you to, to help me with this, or do you have five minutes where I could I ask you a couple of questions? People are very responsive in that, in that regard. And one of the things we talk about at No Quit Living, everybody knows six degrees of separation. One of the things we talk about is one degree of separation or one degree to your greatness. And a lot of times what we found is that some people look at a goal, an objective, or starting a business, and they think you're going to have to take you know 20 dials or 20 turns in the dial, and it's going to be so huge and, and, and it's not, it's going to basically stop you from doing it because mentally you're going to have that block. But the reality is sometimes it's only a one or two degree shift of going from your success now to your major success. And that's the one thing that, that we really like talking about with No Quit Living is just inspiring people to never give up on themselves or their dreams and just looking at where they are. And, and again, it's sometimes it's just one, one degree switch to going from being successful to really successful or going from starting a, a business to having it be profitable within the first three or six months. I love it, man. I love everything that you guys are doing and, you know, kudos to you and to your team and everybody that's involved in the company. And I, I, I'm eager to hear, how did you come up with that, you know, with the, with the idea of starting to help other people? Uh, was that, you know, were you trying to solve something? Were you trying to shift maybe life experiences or what were you trying to achieve when you started No Quit Living? That's a great question. I've been asked that quite a few times. I, I'm a basketball player and basketball coach by trade. I played Division III college basketball. I coached college basketball, high school basketball, as well as AAU basketball. And I just have a good group of friends. Was was very fortunate to have some people mentor me as well in, in the coaching world. And that's where it really started back in 2000, 2001, 2002, when I was in college and, and getting out of college. I was coaching and I had a lot of people that helped me. And I didn't know it at the time, but they had become mentors to me. And on my first podcast, we had a gentleman by the name of Bob Berg. And Bob Berg is a, is a well-known New York Times bestselling author of the book, The Go-Giver, The Go-Giver Leader. He's just an incredible guy. And ironically, I reached out to him back in 2011, and he's become a friend of mine. And he's also now become a mentor of mine. And one of the things he said on the show, which, which really blew my mind, and I didn't understand it at the time. And it's funny how you hear something or read something, and then all of a sudden it hits you later. But he, he said something, he said, drive by mentors. And it really stood out for me about probably two or three days later. And, and the connotation behind it was, is he said, you might have a mentor in your life only for a very short period of time. You also might have mentors for a long period, or you might have a mentor for almost your entire life. But what he said was, he said, you have to be open and you have to be willing to not only be a mentor, but you also have to be willing to be mentored by somebody. And a lot of the work we do at No Quit Living is, is either mentorship or what we call coaching. And I think in today's day and age, a lot of people are now more open to the coaching concept and the mentor concept than they were many years ago. And I don't know if it's just a, a mind shift change or if the topic 
is just more openly used and more openly accepted. But that's the big thing for us is every day we look at our clients, we look at our prospects, we look at the guests on our show, and we always ask ourselves one question, which is how can we help somebody today? And the way we do it in No Quit Living is we look at it for the pay it forward mentality, meaning we don't expect anything in return. So for example, if you called me up a month ago and you said, Chris, I'm thinking of starting a podcast. Do you think you'd give me 15, 20 minutes? Let's say I had no idea who you were. That would be an awesome opportunity for me to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to meet somebody. Not that my podcast is is to the level of others out there, but because it was launched a little bit before yours, I think I could probably give you some good advice. So in that regard, it would be me saying, hey, let's let's jump on the phone for 20 minutes, half hour, and we'll go through some stuff. And that's just an example of zero expectations. And I help you. And the only thing we ever expect or ask in essence is paid forward down the road. So if somebody asks you for a question or 15, 20 minutes of your time in the future that you'd say, you know what, someone else paid it for me a while ago, I'll pay it forward. I love that. I love that. And and as a matter of fact, you know, everybody that is listening, if you guys didn't hear on episode 23, we actually talk a little bit about, you know, some of the tactics and how to find the mentors. Um, because I mean, you're saying that in your case, you know, you were connected with people that you didn't realize they were your mentors. And and that's awesome that you were just working, you know, they were helping you, you were helping somebody else. And the concept didn't come to to life. I mean, I think until recently that mentorship, you know, started to get, you know, very big now that people are paying big, big figures to get a mentor and, and things like that. But I love what you're doing. I mean, and I love that, you know, the paying it forward for sure. And, you know, I wish I would have known you a month ago. I would probably, <laughs> I would have probably taken on that offer, man, because, you know, it was, it was hard to figure everything out doing research and, but I am a go-getter. So, you know, I just jump on Google and started watching videos. So I figure it out, but I would have, I would have done that 15 minute call for sure. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. And, and there's a lot of people that have kind of said the same thing to me over the last two or three months. And I said the same thing to them. I said, well, I said, where were you about 90 days ago? And they laughed. They said, well, I was here. And I said, well, I was here too. So <laughs> that's so funny. So when you, when you, when you decided to start No Quit Living and started as a business, um, did you have doubts that you could actually, you know, get paid to mentor people, to guide them and to be the coach that they needed to you know, keep growing in their, in their career, in their career or their, their professional growth. Do you have any, have any doubts or anything like that? Yeah, I think, um, I think anybody who says when they're about to start any type of new business, regardless of what their, their past career or life was, if anyone tells you they had no doubts and they were perfectly into, it, I think they'd be either lying or they'd be lying to themselves because when you have never done something specific, like you're going to do when you're starting it for the first time, there's always the questions. And I don't, I don't know if it's, doubts or fears or uncertainty, but I definitely had had some of those doubts and fears and uncertainty because I hadn't done it uh, to this specific level. Now, I've always coached and mentored people throughout my, my past career and during my coaching world, but not so much in the no quit living space. So you always, I don't want to say question yourself, but because you've never done it before, you always wonder, can I? And I want to say something that, and, and I don't want this to come across uh, as egotistical in any way, but I do have a lot of self-confidence in regards to things that I do. And the reason being is I'm never going to try something or never going to attempt something if I haven't spent an inordinate amount of time preparing, reading, researching. So once I did launch No Quit Living and then eventually the, the podcast, I had spent so many hours and hours and hours researching, watching other people, speaking to people, man to, um, excuse me, uh, face-to-face in-person meetings as much as I could, 
and really trying to do as much research. So that's the one thing I, I would say to, to your listeners is no matter what they're looking to do or start is you're always going to have those uncertainties. There are always going to be some of those doubts in the back of your mind, but the one way to overcome them or to put yourself in the, in the best position is to do as much research as you can educate yourself as much as you can. And the one thing I forget one of my guests early on said is in today's day and age of, of technology, there's so much information that's literally at your fingertips, whether it's Google, YouTube videos, there's all these amazing things. I just share one very, very quick story with you. One of my guests, she's actually, uh, she'll be guest 40 or 41. I forget. Hope Brookins is an unbelievable woman. She actually, her and her family built their home by hand. They had all the actual physical supplies, but they YouTubed how to build a house and they built a 3,500 square foot, her, her mother and her three siblings. And that doesn't define the, where, what you can do in today's day and age with technology. I, I don't really know what does. Exactly. I love that story, man. Thanks for sharing. And, you know, it's a great example for all the hustlers that are listening to us right now. You know, you you are probably, I mean, I, I'm seeing you right now, everybody that is watching this on the YouTube or the video experience, you're, you're seeing Chris on the screen. But, you know, you are an example and I'm an example that, you know, you just go do the research and you figure it out. Because, um, you know, I, I had no media background. I never interviewed anybody before. But I did the research. I took a few courses. It's like, okay, well, let's figure it out. And 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 of course, by the time that I record, started recording, I wasn't perfect, right? And I'm still not perfect. But you you improve on the on the go. You learn on the job. And I think the 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 key thing to to get out of this story that you're sharing is is take action, right? You know, whatever uh, you are, just take action. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that. We talk about two big parts of no quit living are. We call two of our three A's, but I'll talk about the two that you just mentioned is action and accountability. And I interviewed Jeff Woods, who is the podcast host of The One Thing. Unbelievable guy. His podcast is a, is a top rated business podcast. And Jeff said something near the end of his episode. He said, the great, the best content is meaningless if you don't take action. Just like okay or average content can be great if you take a high level of action. So one thing I, I would share with your listeners and the viewers are is, is regardless of what you want to do, start a business, merge a business, acquire a business, sell a business, you need to help hold yourself accountable to a higher level than anybody else, first of all. But second of all, is no matter what your idea, thought, concept is, unless you take action and unless you take specific deliberate action, you're not going to accomplish whatever it is you want to accomplish. So again, it's the two A's we talk about all the time, accountability and action. I love it. And I mean, looking back in, in, in the background of No Quit Living Company and, and everything they were doing, how were those first six months, man, emotionally and physically for you? Uh, it's, it's almost some ways like it's still going on the first six months because <laughs> it, it, when you have a, a startup company and when you, again, have some of those fears and, and doubt, it's just it's tough. And, and, and I say it's tough, but it's also very exciting because you don't, you don't have any ceiling, right? There's no, there's obviously no guaranteed floor. You could drop down, but there's no ceiling where if you get your company or your business or your podcast or your videos out there, there's no limit on the amount of people you can help. And that's been the, for me, the best, the best thing is knowing that as long as I keep going, there's a huge opportunity. But the first, the first six months are challenging because there's not a playbook that's written in the sense of, of exactly what's going to happen. You can talk to a hundred entrepreneurs, you can read a hundred books, you can download every article, every app. But at the end of the day, unless, you, unless you're doing the exact same business as somebody next to you in the exact same area with the exact same 
markets and all that. And the reality is we don't. We might be in similar spaces. But the one thing I tell people is real life experience is very different than what you get in a book. Now, I want to be very clear is, as I mentioned, you want to always do as much research as you can. But to answer your question, those six, those first six months were tough because you bump into a couple of things that you wouldn't or didn't read in a book or you encounter a couple of objections that are not in a video or a YouTube uh, video. And all of a sudden, you then need to adjust on the fly. But the one thing I'll say is as long as you continually take deliberate action each and every day and you have a plan and stick to it, even when you hit those obstacles or even when those things all of a sudden pop up out of nowhere, as long as you stay focused with what you're doing, you're going to be okay. And and one of the guests on my podcast, a guy named Michael J. Mayer, who wrote the book, The Seven Levels of, Seven Levels of Communication. He's an unbelievable gentleman in the real estate world. Now he's in the, in the speaking world. He said something in his parting words to my audience that literally jumped out. And, and, I, and I was taking copious amount of notes, but he said, during life, challenges and things are going to happen. It's perfectly okay to stop, to reassess where you are. He said, but then once you do that reassessment, you keep going. You don't quit and you don't give up. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. And I definitely didn't realize it until I listened to him saying is it's okay to stop and reassess where you are. Maybe it's a one degree shift here, or maybe you take two steps backwards. But he was, he was very strong in the sense that his very next follow-up was, but you don't give up and you don't quit. And that's the thing I would say to people in the first six months is you're definitely going to encounter good, bad. You're going to have things that were way better than you thought. And there are going to be some tough days. But as long as you stop and reassess it, it's perfectly okay. But just don't give up and don't quit. Because once you give up and quit, there's no turning back at that point. Now that you mentioned, you know, the give up and quit, did, did those thoughts ever cross your mind about, you know, quitting because it was too, it got too difficult or too tough emotionally or, you know, any situation? Did you ever thought about quitting and go get a, a regular job? You know, I, I definitely didn't in the sense of of quitting and giving up as far as fully, but there were definitely the days where you'd go home and you kind of shake your head or you start the day off and you kind of, you know, you think about what happened the day before and maybe a client or a prospect said no, or maybe you were getting nowhere with someone. So for me, I have a very stubborn mindset in some ways, which I think has helped me and has it's probably also hurt me in some ways, but I've never knocked on wood had that that thought process of saying, you know what, today's the last day and we're giving it up. There's but there's definitely been the challenges where it gets close to you saying, I don't know much more of this I, I can handle. But as long as you, again, put action in, into that's the biggest thing is any doubts, any concerns, any times you want to give up or quit. What I always tell people is that's the most important time when you need to make and take deliberate action, because the only thing that's going to get you from point A to point B and point B to C is taking specific deliberate action. I love it, man. And, you know, it sounds to me that you had your your why figured out and you had a goal that you were trying to achieve. And, uh, you know, if I feel like that was you know, kept you going and kept you pushing. What is that like? You know, what is what is your vision? What are you trying to achieve that is keeping you going and, and keeping you on track to your goals? Great, great question. The The goal really is, and it sounds kind of simple and simplistic, but it's to get our message out to as many people as we can. And the one thing that I found, and I was speaking to one of my good friends, a gentleman named Craig Oshran, who was a guest on my podcast, and he said something to me interesting that I didn't really understand. He said, Chris, you know what I realized? He said, your podcasts and No Quit Living, he said, they have something for everybody. And I kind of stood back and he said, rich, poor, young, old, entrepreneur, working for a company, male, female. And, and I realized that, wow, I've, I've interviewed a wide range of, of guests and it wasn't specifically, okay, I need to get 
a male who's you know 40 and above. I need to get a female who's in her early 20s. It just happened organically. But the number one goal is to get our message out there as, as to as many people as we can. And the other cool part has been is we found that through our podcasts and through our vlogs and through other avenues, we're able to get other quit living is to help share motivational stories. When someone was was dealt with an opportunity to give up or hit with some some tough, tough times and they kept on going and they persevered through those challenging times. And there've been athletes, coaches, business people, and there've been some regular everyday people that we've been able to share their stories. And, and it's interesting when you listen and when you ask the questions and when you aim to help other people, people always have a story. And the one thing I've found is that the most successful people in all walks of life, they've encountered more failure than the people that have given up. But the question is, and the challenge for them is they just keep going, right? So Oprah Winfrey talks about all the time and she failed over and over and over again. And it's just been amazing. And one of my favorite people of all time is Abraham Lincoln, not from a political standpoint, as far as, as what he did or didn't do. I think he was uh, amazing in, in that regard. But my point is Abraham Lincoln failed more than he succeeded. And when you look at his list of what he did fail and all the failures he had, you know, he kept on going and kept on going, but that's what happens to so many people in life is rarely do you see somebody that does something and all of a sudden it's an overnight success. I forget who said it, but it was a famous business person said, yeah, I was, I was an overnight success overnight in 10 years. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, that's, that's the whole purpose of the show because I, I am a big believer of trying to bust the myth of overnight success because that overnight success took 10, 20, 30 years. <laughs> but, but those years, yeah. nobody nobody talks about those years, right? They only talk about this idea, the launch, and the next day, you know, they crushed it. But it's like, well, yeah, but what did it take you to get to that idea? It's funny you said you're you're probably more accurate, and and it's probably the ten or twenty or thirty years in that regard. But that's that's interesting, and something we talk about all the time is is people look at the end result and they say, wow, Christian's done this, or wow, Mike or Bill, they've done that. But then they don't ask the question, say, okay, what happened from the beginning into that point? And then the other question they don't ask is, how long was it, right? And, that, and that's the biggest telling point because that what that tells you is that tells you that this gentleman right here or this woman right here, they were an overnight success in five years. I read something a couple of weeks ago in regards to uh, Laura Grenier, Laura Grenier, excuse me, on Shark Tank. Supposedly, she didn't pay herself for the first five years when she was doing some of her business. And I had a good, uh, woman named Tamara Thompson that was on my show a couple episodes ago, and she's become friends with, with Lori Grenier. And, and she mentioned that as well. So it was interesting. I had read that a few weeks prior, and then and Tamara spoke about it. So even if it's off by a couple months or so, she's been a huge success now. But she's somebody that didn't pay herself for five years. And I don't think it was because she was just making millions and millions of dollars. And she said, nah, I don't want to. I think it was <laughs> probably the opposite where she was just getting by, just getting by, just getting by. And to your comment a couple minutes ago is her success probably was her overnight success was at least five years. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you start a business and you don't pay yourself, it's not because you have way too much money and you, you, you don't <laughs> want to touch it. Right. I agree with you with that. I mean, there's a story behind it. And, and that's what, you know, we're trying to bust the myth. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I have you here to help me you know, teach people that, I don't know why, but they're, they're pushing this so hard right now on social media, you know, the, the one button system to 30 K a month in 30 days, yeah. or, or, you know, the three-step system to a million dollars or, you know, all six, these things. Yeah. Six figures in six days. <laughs> yeah. 
join my programs in seven days. I'll have you earning seven figures. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I keep hearing all this and I see my, my struggles and my journey and, and it's still going on, man. I mean, I'm still struggling. I'm still going on ups and downs and trying to figure out, okay, well, am I the only one that is the loser here, you know, struggling? Because I don't see anybody else talking about it, right? Because everybody talks about, okay, well, I had this idea. And then in a few days, I mean, my bank was exploding. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, now it's funny you say that. And I, I think that's the one thing that, that, that I've found really interesting is by able to connect with some of these people and mentors, they've shared some advice. And I think one thing I learned from, from John Maxwell is he talked about great leaders ask great questions. And I don't think I'm a great leader, nor do I think I always ask great questions, but I do always ask questions. So if, for example, you had had a podcast for six months before mine, and I was about to launch mine, this maybe is good information for some of your listeners. What I would ask you is if we connected at some point, whether it was some, through somebody else or not, I would say, hey, Krishna, I'd love to grab 15, 20 minutes of your time. And if you agree to that, the first question I would ask you was, I'd say, if you wouldn't mind sharing with me what would be the top two or three things you wish you knew right before you launched your podcast? And then what at that time, what I do is I shut up, I take out my pen, and I start taking notes. And, and that's the thing that, that I find in today's day and age with all this technology is a lot of times people have the, the resources and they can get the information, but you have to take action and you have to also apply it. And that's the one thing I think is always interesting is people want instant gratification and they want success overnight. And sometimes it happens quickly and sometimes it doesn't, but it's always important to make sure that when you're asking those good questions to people out there is that you actually take really good notes and then you apply them because that's the one thing that, that I would say, if, again, if we were back in the same analogy I gave you is, and, and I would listen and I would take those notes and then I would tell you what I'm looking to do. And I'd say, do you have any suggestions as far as how I should do A, B, C, or D? And then again, it's, you take the pen out, you listen more, talk less, and then you apply it. In today's day and age of technology, whether it's LinkedIn, Google, Twitter, Facebook, there's so many ways to connect with people. And obviously, you're not going to become best friends with Michael Jordan or something like that. But if there's somebody out there that you want to connect that has a higher level or that has been doing this for a little bit longer, there's a way to connect with them. And everybody's not going to be open to help you. But I always tell people is it's worth a chance. It's worth a shot of saying, hey, Christian, would you would you be willing to help me? Or, hey, Chris, you know, I listened to your podcast. I'm thinking about starting one would you mind giving me 10 or 15 minutes? And I think that's the other thing too, is you have to be respectful of people's time. So for example, if I was reaching out to you the first time, I would recommend something along the lines of Christian, love to pick your brain for 10 or 15 minutes, as opposed to, Hey, do you have, you know, five hours tomorrow where I can just take up, <laughs> take up half your day. But it's something, I, you know, it's funny, you laugh and I've laughed as well, but I've always found it interesting is some people are really open to giving somebody 10, 15 minutes, as opposed to when you say, Hey, do you have an hour you know, or 90 minutes to grab. And, and sometimes, you know, you push that person off. Right, right. And, 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 you know, I totally agree with you. Like, like I said, at the beginning of the show, I mean, I would, if I would have known you back then, I would probably had reached out. Uh, even if, if I would have known you personally or not, I mean, I would probably reached out because I've, I've heard, you know, I've been listening to podcasts for many, many years and the, you know, I, I always had that little bug that said, okay, maybe one day I'll have one, but you know, I got to achieve some things before I can, before people want to hear, you know, my message. And when I came up with the idea, I started digging through many, many podcasts and I was actually taking notes, right? I didn't reach out to the host, but I was taking notes of what they were yeah. doing that, you know, everything, every single thing. Okay. They're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this. 
So I wasn't even paying attention to, you know, the message from the episode, but I was, I was focusing on what is the host doing? You know, how are they, how are they hosting the show, the episode, or, you know, all the behind the scenes, I was trying to figure it out from the episodes itself. And, you know, to everybody that is listening, I mean, you know, I know you're pretty open and I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody I'm open. So if anybody's looking to start one, I mean, just reach out to, I mean, you or me and, you know, we're, we'll be happy to help anybody as, as, as far as we can. And, you know, right now that we're talking about your, your, the podcast and all the amazing guests that you've had, I want to hear the story. How did that came to life? What was the, what was that aha moment like when you decided to start? Uh, great. That's a, that's a great question. I, I've been listening to podcasts myself for probably say about a year and a half to two years now. And me personally, what I really like about podcasts and I don't, this is going to sound maybe silly, but if you listen to the radio or if you watch a movie or something, if you're in a movie theater, 15, 20 minutes into the movie, you can't press a button and, and turn it off and say, okay, I want a different movie. You either have to stick with it or get up and leave. And when it deals with the radio, you, know, you can't always pick what song you want to have on. Obviously you can change the channel, but what I like about podcasts are you can see what episodes coming up and you can see the guest and you can say, Hey, you know what? I'll take a listen. And there are plenty of podcasts that I listened to that I didn't know the guest. They weren't, maybe they weren't well known, or maybe I just didn't know them from, from prior interaction or reading or following them. But fast forward about six months to a year into when I was listening to some podcasts, and it was probably last July and August of 2016. I had about 10 different people that came up to me over a two week period. And they said, you know, you've got to take your network and you should do your own podcast. And it kind of hit me and I said, okay, you know, idea. And then two or three more people said, Hey, you know, you have a really diverse background with coaching and basketball, and we've done some Broadway and entertainment investing. And I just finally said one day, I put together a list of my top 25 guests that I'd love to have on a podcast. And I happened to meet a gentleman, I was doing speaking up in Boston, and I met a uh, young gentleman by the name of Wes Yee, who was the AV guy for the hotel. And we just connected, I gave him my no quit living card. And then he followed up with me and we just had a couple of conversations and I told him a little bit about what I was doing with no quit living. This was prior to the podcast launch. And I told him about the podcast idea. And basically he said, I'm in. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I'll do all the editing. I'll do all the, the background. He's done the music. He's done all the transitional music and just a great, great young kid. But he helped me because that was an area that a is expensive and B I didn't know a lot about. Now I could definitely have done my own editing and things like that. It would have taken me about 700 times that it takes Wes. But my point is I could have done it. I could have paid for it. I could have all different things, but I met a young kid who said, you know what? I believe in the vision. I believe in what you're doing. Let's figure this out together. And fast forward out of the top 25 guests that I've listed, I think was going over this yesterday. I think I've had 13 of those guests already. So I haven't come close to, to getting all of them. But what my aha moment was, is listening to some podcasts like Entrepreneur on Fire and John Lee Dumas, who's, who's one of the best when it comes to that space. He was guest number five on my show. And I was on his show a couple of weeks ago. And people always say, well, how did you do that? And it goes back to my one degree of separation is I found his contact information, got his email address, reached out to him. He reached out to me. He followed up and I asked him to be on my show and he asked me to be in his show. And, and I share that story with people, not because I want them to say, oh, wow, that's so cool. I share it actually the opposite way is I humbled myself and said, I have no idea if he's going to say anything. I have no idea if he might not even respond. But 
what I always tell people is when it comes to asking for something, whether it's sales or whether it's in general, only one of two things can happen. They can say yes or they can say no. But if you don't ask, you're only getting a no regardless. But if you do ask, there's always that opportunity that they're going to say yes. So my aha moment was during the process of going through the recordings of the introduction, the, the post interviews and doing that stuff behind the scenes, I just reached out to a lot of these big guests and they said, yes, they said, yes, I'd love to record. You know, I can do it next week or two weeks after that. And that was my aha moment. I said, wow. I said, this, this forum, there's, there's people that are interested in it. And, and I don't know specifically exactly what day or what time, but my point is that I just found a way to connect with people and sharing their stories and their no quit stories and their stories about perseverance. I've had so many people that have reached out to me via email or Facebook or Twitter just because they saw, uh, excuse me, they heard something on one of the shows. And, and that to me is the best thing. And I don't do this for the money perspective. I don't do it for that. I have no idea what's going to come with the podcast, but I do it because it's a way to get this message out to as many people. And when I was on Entrepreneur on Fire, I offered two things at the end of my show with John. As I said, John, for those that are interested, for the first 25 people that email me, I'm going to offer a free 25-minute coaching consultation. And then I also offered my two-page accountability form, which was on on, on my website and still is there. Um, and I could recommend, I could offer that to, to your listeners as well. But I received over 100 emails for those coaching consultations. And I've done coaching, those consultations I've done, I'm in Connecticut myself. I've done them in Chicago, Florida, Canada, Tel Aviv, uh, California, Wisconsin. I mean, I've done them literally throughout the country and, and in three different countries. But my point is that, podcasting is such a really neat way to get out to as many people and it's free. And that's the best part. I love it, man. I love that story. And, and that's a, an incredible aha moment, you know, when it comes to coming up with the show, I'm, I'm super excited. I've been listening to your podcast ever since I met you and, you know, you, you've had amazing guests. And like I said at the beginning, I mean, I, I truly, I'm, I'm subscribed to your podcast. So everybody that is listening, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying just to to you know because you're here i'm actually meaning it right because i've heard many many episodes i heard actually your your episode zero and and i went through um i would say maybe half of them already and you know everything that you're doing and all the guests and and the message that you're trying to convey out there it's it's similar to what the hustle show is doing um of course you 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 know it's, it's a very, completely different show but you know we have the same vision when it comes to connecting with people and being transparent and, and helping other people not to quit. And, you know, I think that's a great, great message that you're trying. And, and like I said, I'm super excited and grateful to have you here, to have the opportunity to share your story and your journey. And through all what you've been through, the ups and downs and what I like to call the, the mountain, you know, the entrepreneurial mountains and the, that can be very high. And then the entrepreneurial valleys that can be very low what you know what would you think is the secret to your success that got you through all those good and bad moments first of all i i, I just have to say i think we agreed on a hundred dollars for that plug so i appreciate it. i'll pay you hundred dollars <laughs> i'll be waiting for my paypal uh, email man <laughs> it's in it's in the mail um no that's a that's a good question and i think it comes back to something i said earlier is my stubbornness in the sense that there were a lot of times when I think a lot of other people would have quit. I think a lot of other people would have thrown in the towel and said, you know, I'm not making the money. I'm not getting the sponsorships. I'm not closing all my clients, whether individual or corporations for the coaching aspect of it. But what I always focused on was I always focused on the responses that I got. 
So for example, if, if I was trying to, um, to trying to, um, close you as a potential coaching client and someone else. And, and that day I was over three, I had three meetings and gave three presentations and everyone said, no, 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 or not now, or maybe down the road, whatever it is that, that is very daunting. And, and that definitely, you know, it punches you right in the head and you kind of, you stumble back. But every time there was one of those or two of those or three of those, there was one, two or three people that reached out to me and said, Hey, just wanted to share something that, you know, your, your podcast or your quotes or your posts or your vlogs, they really motivate me. And I've had quite a few people that I went to school with elementary or middle school with that I haven't spoken to in 15, 20 years via Facebook or another social media outlet have responded to me or reached out to me and said, Hey, I just want to let you know what you're doing is, is really impactful. And it hits you. And, and I just want to share one brief story. John Gordon, who's a unbelievable best-selling author. He's, he's written, I don't know how many books I've, I've read them all. His last book just came out this past April and he's worked with sports teams. He's worked professional companies, corporations, but he's an unbelievable gentleman. And we had scheduled about 20 minutes. I always ask my guests for my interviews. Do I, do I have a beginning and an end because I want to be cognizant of their time and their schedule. And because they're on my show, I always want to say, okay, are we good to go? So long story short, had a great conversation with John. He told me that he had a hard stop at 20 minutes. So we stopped right at around 20 minutes and I turned the recording off and I was thinking we were going to wrap up and say, Hey, John, just want to thank you. And he said, Chris, I want to, I want to share something with you. So now I, I didn't have time to turn the recording back on because I wasn't sure what he was going to share with me. But this was right around the time where, where I was struggling with my podcast and I wasn't getting the, the downloads and the subscribers nor the, the um, five-star ratings. And I will say I was on the fence, but it, it was it was tough. And he said to me, he said, Chris, I just want to share something with you. So again, I thought he was going to share something general or business. He said, what you're doing, he said, you're meant to do this. And he said, I want to let you know, I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. And he said, you're really good at the interviews. He said, you do your homework. He said, but more importantly, he said, this is what you're meant to do. So he said, if you believe it, he said, I'm telling you, I believe it. He said, keep going, keep working hard. And we talked for about five or six more minutes and a hard stop at 20 turned into about 31, 32 minutes. But my point of that is for every time you get hit with adversity, and this is for your listeners as well. Every time you don't think you can do it, or someone tells you, ah, throw in the towel, you know, go back to a nine to five job is you got to ask yourself and you got to look in the accountability mirror and say, what is my, what, what is my, why, why do I want to do this? And as long as you have a very specific reason, and for some people, it might be just the money. And I can't tell you or anybody else that's wrong or that's not right. But as long as you have a really specific reason, even when you have those bad days or those bad weeks or a bad month, you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, why am I doing this? And do I still believe in it? And do I still believe that it's the right thing for me? And as long as you ask yourself that question, those questions, excuse me, and you really answer them truthfully, you'll be able to get to those bad days because every time there's a bad day, there's going to be a great day. Every time there's a mediocre day, there's going to be a good day. What you need to do is you need to focus on the positive and the good. And I know it's hard, especially if you have a bad day, bad week, bad month. But what I would tell your listeners is to focus on why you're doing it in the first place. Focus on what is your what. And you need to make sure that during those bad times or during those okay times, you're still focusing about the good and the great times. And that's the one thing that is challenging, not just for me, for you, but anybody is whenever you're starting something new and you don't have, you know, $100,000 sitting in your bank account is you got to focus on why you're doing it. And it's tough. And don't get me wrong. There's going to be a day where you, you feel like you get punched in the mouth or a 
couple of days or a week. But as long as you stay focused, you're going to be able to go through and push through those bad times to get to those good times and then eventually to get to those really great times. Awesome, man. I really appreciate, you know, sharing all this with with me and with all the hustlers that are listening that, you know, there's a lot of people that need to hear all this, that it's going to be tough and there's going to be those bad moments and we all go through them, but there is a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, you've made it through and, and everybody, you know, most of the guests that we have them here, we show the journey with the purpose of showing that it is hard, but it's possible, right? It's totally possible. You can do anything you want. You just need to take action. And like we were saying before, I mean, take massive action from wherever you're learning, books, courses, whatever you do, just take action because that's that's the key. No, 100% is it's massive amount of deliberate action and you got to be accountable and then you have to you know apply what you what you do. And, and I think... Uh, You know, when you break it down to, and one thing I do share with people a lot of times is, is when you have a goal, it doesn't matter how big or how great the goal is, you need to break that goal down into smaller goals. So for example, if you want to make a million dollars in one year and it's January 1st, don't say, okay, million dollars, million dollars, million dollars, break it down into smaller goals. Okay. Our first 10,000, right. And our first 50,000 and our first hundred thousand. And when you do that, what happens is you, you check off a box and you've accomplished something. There's a great book that just came out. It's called Make Your Bed. It's by a, a former Navy SEAL. He actually gave the commencement speech at, I believe, the University of Texas in 2013. But this guy's a Navy SEAL, and he's been all over the world, and he's led amazing teams and done some incredible things. And one of the things he talked about, as simplistic as it is, is he said every day one of the first the first thing he does, excuse me, is he gets out of bed and he makes his bed. And it sounds silly and simplistic, but he said, I've accomplished something. And he said, even if I don't do anything good the rest of the day or have a terrible day, when I come home, my bed will be made and I've accomplished something. And that's what I tell people and try to try to break down those big goals into smaller goals. Because when you have a, a check mark or a victory, that helps you get to the second part. And I think a lot of times people are super focused on the end result, which is what you need to have it in end result in mind. But you can't to use my analogy before, if you're looking for a million dollars of, of revenue, you can't just say a million, a million, a million, because if you have that day, week, or month that's really low or well beyond your your goal, now all of a sudden you start the next month or the next week and you just have this this cloud over your head. So, so I always tell people is to break it down into specific actionable items and take your large goals and, and break them down into micro goals. That's awesome, man. And I really, you know, I'm enjoying a lot, you know, going through your story and your journey, but I want to change gears a little bit here. And we're going to change, you know, from talking about your story to what I like to call the hassle round, where it's a little game that we're going to play. Um, basically, I'm going to throw a word at you and whatever first word, the single word that pops to mind, that's the one you're going to say out loud. Sounds like a deal. All right. Deal. I'm ready. All right. Hustle. Always. Work. Grind. Employee. Teammate. Boss. Partner. Rules. Broken. <laughs> College. Important. Fear. Daunting. Weakness. Negativity. Strength. Positivity. Motivation. My family. And last but not least, books. I'm going to say two words. Hugely important. Awesome, man. I knew you were going to do well. You're pretty good with the with the communication and, and, and words. And it's like, yeah, this guy's going to kill it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've, I've, um, I haven't done that yet per se with my, with my show, but it's something that, that I'm trying to do. And I just did a, uh, recorded a podcast this morning and 
the gentleman had not listened prior to. He's he's a very successful guy, and I hit him with a couple of the questions, and he kind of <laughs> two or three times said, "Wow, it's, that's a really I've never been asked that." And and that's always interesting when not that you I don't say catch someone off their toes, but a lot of times I think in interviews, you know, you ask the same questions and over and over again, and and I would say that most people that have been successful, there's probably 10 or 20 questions that they've been asked thousands upon thousands of time. I think it's always interesting when you ask some of the, the questions that they haven't been asked, you say, wow. And, and for me, and I know for your show, because you've done an amazing job just in the short time you've been doing it, is you really want to get a little bit deeper with some of those people. Not obviously to, you know, tell me what happened with, from the day you were born up until <laughs> now. But that for me has been a passionate uh, passion, excuse me, of, of our podcast and even our company is you know, everyone sees the success and then, you know, they, the starting point usually, but you don't see all the middle. So, if, you know, for me, it's like, you know, what was the worst day? What was the best day? And, and I think that's when you really dig a little deeper because the reality is your listeners, you know, they're hustling, they're grinding, they're getting after it, whether they're stopping from a nine to five or they're doing an entrepreneur on the side is it takes time, effort, money, and commitment. And you got to just stay super focused. But as you mentioned, just learn from the people that are out there and ask good questions and be willing to humble yourself and say, Hey, Christian, you know, I was, I was hoping you could help me out here. Cause you know, I've, I've been struggling with A, B, C, or D and, and it's tough. And, and I would, I'd be lying if, if I said I was always, you know, that humble, but there were times when I was younger, when I kind of wanted to just keep banging my head against the wall. And now that I'm a little bit older, I said, why do you want to bang your head against the wall 15 times? Why don't you ask that person? How do I not bang my head against the wall? And I think, that's part of maturity too, is you got to be willing to sometimes humble yourself and ask for help. And I, I definitely wasn't, wasn't always open for that when I was younger. I love it, man. And, and, and you know, I agree a hundred percent because, you know, when maturity comes and, and everything, you know, your mindset and, and sometimes it's hard to ask for help because, you know, you think they're going to feel inferior or you're going to, you know, that other person, they're going to think that you're, you know, dumb or, you know, you're a loser or whatever. doesn't matter what you think, but the reality is, when you reach out and, and, and they support you and they give you that answer that you need, the feeling is amazing. And then the doubt comes like, why didn't I ask earlier? Right? Why did I yeah. wait? <laughs> that's that's the only trade-off is is when you finally, whether it's um, get the nerve or just kind of get the idea to finally ask and you do get a great response. <laughs> But at least you know, at least you asked, and that and that's always the first step. Question and stop banging your 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 head against the wall. I couldn't agree more. It's it's something I talk about all the time. Is it's never the best time to start would have been yesterday. Go with what you can today and ask that person today. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was a blast, and Christopher was an amazing guest. And I'm looking forward for doing great things with him in the future. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button right now before the episode ends. Right now is the perfect moment, so just hit it and make sure you subscribe. And I really hope you tune in to next episode on Monday, okay? Because the Hustle Show is going to bring you another amazing entrepreneurial story for you, okay? Keep hustling. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.